No, I thought you were going to talk first. <laughs> you didn't tell me it was you supposed do, to. You do, okay, always do ready? the... Let's start over. Okay. Hi, folks. Welcome back to Reading Health Hostage. My name's Blue, and I love to read. Hey, my na- oh, wait. Let's restart. Actually restart? Yeah, restart one time. <laughs> no, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. Keep this. Keep this. Okay, we'll keep this. All right. Howdy, folks. Welcome back to Reading Health Hostage. Wait, I, I decided I do want to go first. <laughs> Go ahead. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Reading Held Hostage, the most reliable podcast on the internet. We always put out an episode every Tuesday morning, and we always do it. We've never missed one. Here's the thing. I was really EP yesterday. You CP? I was very CP. We just got back from our trip. Yeah. I'd taken these stupid goddamn notes during the trip. Mm-hmm. And I obviously have no feelings about them. we did not use them. <laughs> well, we got back Sunday. And then I had to work all day Monday. Yeah. And I was sleepy. That's, yep. I'm, what, 28 weeks pregnant now? That's been an excuse the whole pregnancy, but now. E.B. Very E.B. And it's just so fucking hard to read these books, guys. Is it because they're bad? It's They're so bad. I love these books. But they suck. I love being able to read them fast. Yeah. I hate having to think about them. It's not a, like, sit down and be like, hmm, let's contemplate for a minute here. Kind of book? No. I'm, like, pissed at John. Still, in this next book, because we're starting a new book today, we're starting The Rise of Nine. Four, six, nine. They don't know how to count, do they? Idiots. (laughs) Dumbass. Fucking four, five. Okay, I'm going (laughs) to do that. Six... Uh, eight. I can't count to four. <laughs> so tell me what you remember about the last book. Um, they, he did a dumb escape from, uh, mountain land. Okay. And that's what it's called in the book. Um. Yeah, the. Yep, and he hucked the lava around and Nine was like, I'm gonna fucking kill these motherfuckers. Yeah, okay, good. So you remember Nine, who's my favorite character. Yeah. I was just tortured for years. I'm going to kill I'm these motherfuckers. Yeah. Cursing who? We're going to eventually have to stop cursing. You're going to tell when Lyra, in the in our recordings when Lyra's old enough to start understand cursing <laughs> when we start using crazy words for it. But yeah, uh, okay. Fi- fiddle sticks. Aw, rats. Aw, nuts. Ooh. Okay, you're right about John's story. Remember, Sam got abandoned at the mountain. Mm-hmm. Okay, what happened in the other half of the story? In Spain. Yeah, you remember more than I thought you would. Um, they went to, um... Who's they? The Land of Pork. Or no. No. Uh, is it five or six? Six. Six. Um, six is the badass. Yeah, six went to the Land of Pork to get, what, seven or eight? Number seven. Seven. Marina. Um, and then she just started listening off all these... AMC theater facts mm-hmm. and like playing trivia games. Which You're I done. Thought was... You're done. Oh, that's Marina. Nobody Menounes. knows who Marina Menounes <laughs> is except for us because my dad doesn't like her so much. <laughs> my dad used to take us, take me and my sisters to the theater very often to the theater, and every time Maria Menounes would pop up, ooh, he got seething. He's like, I don't like that bitch. 
I don't know why. Get that motherfucker out of here. Maybe I'll ask That's him. That's how your dad talks, by the That's way. exactly how my dad talks. Okay, so you're right. That all happened. Are you ready to get into the new book? Hey, I'm Blue's dad, and I fucking hate Marina Menounes. I don't think he hates her. I think she, That's what he, he said. No, him. he says that all right, I'm every gonna time read I talk to him. the back of the book. Okay, because I didn't do that for the power of six, and I think I want to keep doing it. In Japan, that's the front of the book. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> they know the charm is broken. They know we're vulnerable alone. They are determined to find us. It's like a little poem. Ooh. They are determined to find us. They want to finish what they started, but they'll have to fight us first. We are joining forces. We are stronger together. Kind of like Wait, a haiku. I'm not done. Oh, okay. We are prepared to sacrifice everything. Power numbers will save us all. You were saying it's like a haiku? I'm yeah, not going to count the syllables. They, they did that as a haiku. Okay, and here's the thing. At the beginning of every book, this is what the very... Look at the very first page. I have my glasses on. Can you pretend? It's a, it's a, it's a non... It's an audio format. You should describe it. Okay, well, I was going to describe it. So shut up. At the very beginning of the book, this is the first thing. So this is age targeted towards, like, let's say eighth graders lame so like 12 to 14 you're smart enough to know things are fake sometimes yeah but this is what each book says the event the events in this book are real names and places have been changed to protect the loric who remained in hiding other civilizations do exist some of them seek to destroy you hey cool you don't have to though i want everybody to know i am 24 fucking years old it takes me 20 seconds every time to remember the difference between nonfiction and fiction is yeah and I read a lot. <laughs> hey, but also you don't have to. Mm-hmm. Like when people are like, this story was inspired by true events. Um, well, that's sad. Well, that's one, that's sad. And two, that can also be, uh, yeah, me and my friends got high and we talked about this. Yeah. Inspired by true events. Mm-hmm. Not always a good accurate. So anyways, that kind of crap just peeves me off. Yeah. So. You don't have to lie. One question for you. What do you think is going to happen in this book? What do you think is going to be the big plot point? I think someone's going to kiss. Trying to think. Okay. That's one. Can you give me a couple? Mm. Seven's going to heal something. Or no, six. That's too goddamn vague. Something more specific. They're going to go on a plane? You only know that happens because I told you that happened. I didn't remember you telling me that, so that's kind of okay, a good fucking guess two. for me. Well, it's not a guess. Your subconscious knew it was going to happen. Mm. Okay, more. One more. Like a big... What do you think the overarching theme is for this one? Um, Nine kills a lot, and then he feels great about it. I love Nine. He's honestly my favorite character, and he's the only character without a POV. Yeah, that's awesome. It's actually really annoying. Love a a good uh, non-POV king. (laughs) (laughs) This book has three different POVs. Um, The worst one. John. Yeah. Garbage. Yeah. Honestly, gross. Then Marina Menounes again? Marina and Six this time. Okay. And I just, I have a little, like, important characters list breakdown again because I... (laughs) (laughs) Well, wait, wait, wait. Do they have another POV of Sam being tortured? No. Oh, okay. That would be fun. Yeah, right. That would be really cute and quirky. (laughs) No, okay. They pulled out my fingernails with a slosh. (laughs) I don't think he's getting, like, tortured, tortured. 
We have John Smith, number four. I wrote main character, little bitch boy. He's got telekinesis, lumen. They all have telekinesis, so I'm going to stop saying telekinesis. They've all got it. Okay? Me too. Okay. Lumen, resistance to heat and fire, and talking to animals. Well, lumen and the heat and fire is the same thing. Yeah, yeah. but I don't know. It kind of seems... You can talk to animals? Yeah. Okay. Can cool. all of them do that? No. That's one of the Because Nine did that. Yeah, and John's really pissed that Nine's able to do that. Yeah. Yeah, because John's a bitch. Um, we've got Sam Good, Sarah Hart, and Mark James are humans. I love Sarah, and I just met her four months ago now. And I will do things. Yeah, and I love it. her. I can only love once because that's what my dad told me. Even though six, I love six being like, are you like you're dumb? You're dumb. You're dumb. <laughs> we have number six who has telekinesis invisibility and elemental control <laughs> not they go up to nine is like hey is it true about the lorix uh like only having one true love and he's like no i fuck hoes i fuck hoes bro actually nine okay i was gonna get his age he's 17 to 18 so we can make a little joke like that so he could he could fuck hoes stop marina Whoa, marina number seven she has it's the spooky month blue it is underwater breathing super speed healing of plants and animals and humans living things yeah nine um he's got anti-grav x-ray vision talking to animals super speed and hearing does he have super reflexes kind of because if he doesn't have super reflexes what's the super speed is useless yeah creighton not clayton creighton Mm. I wrote, only adult available. (laughs) Default adult. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, he's Ella's papa. They have a father-daughter relationship and her sepan. Ella, who's an 11-year-old child and should not be involved. Um, She has the ability to change it. I fucking knew you were going to open your phone on a TikTok, dude. And then we'll have another mystery character pop up a little bit later. You ready? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Six is who we first start out with. Are you texting me? Yes, I was okay. I we always forget good titles. So oh, I gonna, okay. Yeah. I like that. Okay, we do always forget good titles, and when we edit, uh, maybe you can tell. We don't <laughs> listen back all the way. <laughs> um, six. Okay, We're so not coming through. <laughs> six. Marina and Ella are all boarding a plane, waiting for Creighton to join them after assuring like the coast is clear. Nobody's followed them. Marina's anxious because she's a pussy. She's at, well, not really, because she's never actually been in a plane. That would terrify me. Where do you think the coast is clear comes from? War. Lighthouse. Hmm. Coast is clear. There's nothing to get them. Yeah. Navy. Navy. Um, Six wants to comfort her as much as possible because she like feels really shitty about Marina's whole upbringing. What? And how Marina was abandoned by her own sepon. And like abused. And then Six thinks about this story about how a girl used to bully her because she hadn't flown. And she's like, well, now I'm six and I'm a badass. She's even saved a few flights. I'm um, six years old. <laughs> even like saved a few f- flights with her powers. What do you mean? Like... One time, one was going to go into a mountain, and she zoomed it out of there. I don't know. She picked that shit up? Yeah. Um, hey, uh, inspiring uh, superheroes that have super strength in flying. Can't pick up a plane. Mm-mm. Can't do that. You'll go right through it. Go right through the plane? Why? Yeah. 
Because it's not built to support its weight on oh, yeah. a single point. The plane would be like, what the fuck? Yeah. But and with her telekinesis, to, she could do it. Yes, yes, yes. But if you have to, aim for the landing gear. <laughs> Me, the flying superhero. Oh, I forgot to aim for the, la- the now, well, landing gear Now they're all dead. Shit. Shoot. Um, so Six takes a mo to reflect on what she's learned. It's been a day between the fight that happened mm-hmm. and what's happening now so a single day has happened rad i hate timelines creighton and ella got here like just generally creighton and ella got here on a second plane with herd of chimera Mm -hmm. ella herd of chimera yeah a small herd so like 20 of them that's a good amount it's a pretty good amount considering there's zero Yeah, yeah considering there were zero before well bk i mean if you found 20 of an extinct animal. You'd be pretty stoked. I would. Um, Ella, able to change her ages, but is too young to have her legacies. Which doesn't make sense, because when I'm sitting here trying to do the timelines... Because yeah. I had to write everybody's age down, because I was getting yeah. so confused. Um, Six developed her legacies at 13. Mm-hmm. It took John till he was fucking 15. Mm-hmm. And Henri was just like, chill with that. But like... Ella's too young at 11. So where is the... Maybe it's like puberty, where it's like different for boys it, and gals. It might be. I don't know. Because one of the other characters that we meet, I think Nine got his when he was like 11 to 12. I don't know. I'm just saying it's a little... Well, Nine fucks, so... Nine's really cool. One of the ten children sent to Earth was supposed to contain all the legacies and be as strong as the strongest elder, Pitticus Lore. The writer of the book. I love Pitticus lore. Pitticus lore. Creighton thinks that he's found Pitticus lore or a version of him in India. After India, they're going back to America. Cool. To regroup with number four. Who? So I was kind of fucking right about the plane shit. (laughs) You were right. You were right. They're going to regroup with number four. Who, remember, does not have the location anymore. Because Sam put it in his little pocket and neither of them thought to look at. But, but... The Mokes do. Yep. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Back to John. There's a lot of switching. There's like almost no yeah. back-to-back chapters, which was super fucking frustrating trying yeah. to read this. They also don't have like a phone. Literally. I like... Eat, like get a burner and just like... Just change it every little bit. No, every time you make a call, throw it away. Yeah. Like at least have some way of contacting them. Yeah. Like. Hey, don't, like, hey, the rendezvous spot's burned. Yeah. Go to rendezvous, rendezvous. (laughs) Nice. Rendezvous point C. Because we have communicated before about multiple locations to meet. Because it's imperative. And we remember the location. Yeah. We don't have them written down on paper. We don't have them written down or tattooed on our body or anything. Nope, nope, nope. Okay, John. um, It's two days later for John. He's still feeling the effects of the blue force field he ran into. And Nine is going a little stir-crazy in the abandoned shitty house they're staying in. And they're in the northern part of West Virginia. Thoughts. Thought. If Four um, told Six that he was going back to Sarah's, I think she would develop ability to teleport to kick, <laughs> to his, kick ass. his ass. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I would. I'd you kick dumb his motherfucker. Ass. He literally pissed. Okay, you'll see. Nine really puts him in his fucking place. Good, good. Because he fucks. Because he fucks. He does. Um, 
BK is there patrolling, and John learns that Nine's Sapon was named Sandor, and he's like, and Nine's like really laissez-faire casual about things. Remember, he's been in captivity for a year. Yeah. Um, it kind of breaks you psychologically. And it sounds like they actually did torture his Sapon. Yeah. They didn't, like, like it wasn't like Katarina, where Katarina was a swift death. Mm-hmm. Katarina's six is Sapon. Yeah, yeah. Okay. There's just a lot of characters. I just wanted to make sure we're on the same page. Although you're retaining a lot more information now that we're doing these more quickly. Yeah. Um, It's like you're actually reading them with me. No. Okay. Anyway, so he's like Sander and he's like, who cares that he's dead? They're the expendable ones. Not a cool thing to say. And John's like, that's fucking bull. And screams at him. And Nine is like, hey, like, it's just easier for me to think of him that way. Yeah. Like he's just, like he's so in tune, despite being like the sarcastic man asshole that like you know. They ah, that was kind of shitty to say. He's I'm like, just, I know yeah, that's yeah. shitty, but it's just easier for me to think of him that way. Yeah. And I get that. It's been a year. Mm-hmm. Like he's, who knows at what point during that Sandor passed away. Yeah. It could have been a month ago. It could have been right off the bat. Yeah. But there was an issue. So John actually does not like Nine in any way, shape, or form, and goes to pass out in the bathroom to get it's away from him. It's because he's a beta cuck. Literally. And he wakes up to a nightmare vision where the Moog leader, Ra, is torturing Sam. And Ra's like, his full name's like Stratricus, Cetricus Ra? I'm not going to say that because it takes me a minute. So we're just going to call him Ra. Okay. And he's Arr. like, come back and I'll give you Sam. And... He's awakened by Nine, who's like, hey, dude, wake up. We got lots of shit to do. Nine's impatient. He's been in captivity for a year, and now he's waiting for stupid fuckface John to wake up from being a stupid fuckface. And he has trauma-induced ADHD. <laughs> well, I, w- I would say that he had it before, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> now we're back to six. They're in New Delhi. Delhi? They're in India. Then New Delhi. 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 Um, I wrote, I don't really like the way they describe it. Uh-oh. Just think of how any stupid American would write and describe India. Racistly. Dirty, chaotic, busy. Radical. Mm-hmm. And let's be real. It is busy. There's one billion people that live in India. Yeah, there's a lot of fucking people. Um, but bi- dirty and chaotic, I would argue New York. <laughs> Have you been to any I major city? New York. Um, they hop into a taxi that takes them to a group of people with automatic weapons. And they're like, that's crazy. Rad. That's not where we told you to take yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. What the hell's going on? That's like on? a different spot. And Creighton, again, super smart. He's like, don't show your legacies off yet. Like, let's see what's going on. And they look around and all their vans have like the number eight painted on them. So they're like, what the hell's going on? Number eight. Is that? Do you think... Do you think that's who we're going for? Oh my Because God. the missing numbers right now are eight, five, and eight. <laughs> well, I guess and nine. They don't know nines with John. Oh. A man introduces himself with heavily accented English, which pisses me off a lot because does Marina not have heavily accented English after speaking Spanish exclusively for nine years? Does she speak English? I, apparently. So that pissed me off. His name is Commander Sharma, and he's the commander of a rebel group who are called the Vishnu Nationalist Eight. And he has a message, there's a lot of S's here for me, give me a sec. A message from Vishnu. I am number eight. Gross. That's, that's not cool. No. I am number eight. Welcome to India. Please come see me when you can. 
I don't like the appropriation happening. I don't either. I don't like that. Um, I don't, I don't like that. I don't either. <laughs> I, I mean, he could have pretended to be like a new god. Mm-hmm. Still wouldn't have been cool. Nope. But like, there are people everywhere pretending to be new gods all the time. Yeah. There are cult leaders. Could yeah. have been a cult leader. Instead, you're gonna. He if, is a cult leader. For he one hundred percent is a cult leader. But you don't need to appropriate. You don't, you don't need to appropriate a current yes. deity. You could just make your own up. People, yeah, yeah. They do it all the fucking time. Everybody does it all the time. Um, John, back to John. And then also, a lot easier to start a cult when you have superpowers. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll just. I'll introduce nine, eight now. Um, he has super strength, teleportation, shape shifting, which is how he's able to impersonate Vishnu. Cool. And he can walk on water like Jesus. Why wouldn't you impersonate Jesus? <laughs> um, India, Jesus don't like <laughs> Vishnu. There's is one there. billion people in India. I'm sure there's a, a sect of Catholics or Christians that would have gone with him. Yeah. Okay, back to John. Or, you know, or you know, seeing Jesus walk on water reincarnated might change some minds. Might have changed some minds. Also, I have a thing about shape-shifting before I get into John's yeah. stupid bitch boy area. Um, I think shape-shifting would be really cool, but I think mechanically people who would be able to shape-shift should have to understand biologically what's going on with what they are switching into i don't know um like you don't need to uh, biologically understand to like run and like do stuff like that i feel like it'd be but shape-shifting into vishnu vishnu's like a non-natural yeah i can't describe vishnu because i'm not hindu but or know anything about it yeah or know but like we could look it up but i mean it's does vishnu have multiple arms i believe i believe he has four Actually, I know he has four. Oh, my big baby belly's getting in the yeah, way. Yeah, I feel like that, that would be difficult, but, like, like, just kind of changing your hand shape and stuff like that. Yeah. I don't think that I would... think changing into other humans would be fairly easy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think shifting into animals or something non-human, like this Vishnu, that this would be... This Vishnu. Well, because this Vishnu's got, like... You know, blue skin, multiple arms, and things like that. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. You ready to get back to our fave? Hell yeah. John, they head off into the woods to hunt for game, because Nine's like, we have to fucking eat. Halo's right there! Grab it! But John is squeamish about it. He's like, I don't want to eat like that. And Nine's like, dude, you have to get better. Like, now's not the time to fuck around. Okay, okay. I hate people that wouldn't kill to eat that eat meat i would kill to eat and i don't eat meat i'm i'm fully down for vegetarians Mm -hmm. and stuff good to hear um don't partake myself really (laughs) no you don't um but also i know what goes behind the meat i'm eating yeah and i'm thankful to the lives that were given to give me that meat. yeah and John and can fucking talk to animals. Yeah. So can Nine. Yeah. It is so, like, fucked up to be like, uh, I'll go buy a burger, but I'm not killing a cow. Yeah. It's like you did. You did. <laughs> you, by default, 
Yeah. There is an animal death contributed yes. by your consumption of yep. animal product. Or animal meat in particular. Yes. No, he, like, pisses me off because, like, Nine's so realistic. He's like, you have to be getting better physically. Like, now is not the time to, like, get squeamish about food like this. Yeah. Which he's completely right. No. He's like, you should have been lifting your whole life, actually. Well, John's... (laughs) Well, like, Nine is very muscular. So, like, he spent that whole year, you know, doing exercises. He could... Prison calisthenics. Yeah. And everything Nine does pisses John off. Is it because he's a good character? I actually wrote... I think it's because, one, he's handsome, muscular, and tall. Kind of a Sigma male. Yeah. Two, he doesn't think the world fucking revolves around John and his stupid girlfriend and (laughs) Sam. Willie, why doesn't Nine think I should go back to Sarah? Well, actually, not Sarah, but Nine... John's like, hey, uh, I had this vision. And Nine's like... Shut the fuck up. Literally, (laughs) Nine's like, well, that's cool. Um, The Moogs don't make deals that was a weird dream that you had sam's likely already dead yeah and if you go to do that to get sam you're also going to die you (laughs) i'm not coming yeah he's like you're also going to die and john's like no that's not true (laughs) i'm the main character literally and i like straight up laughs at him yeah and then he's like kind of he gets a serious face on like you're talking to a kid (laughs) ha 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 in all seriousness, he's like, Ra is the strongest creature in the galaxy. Yeah. You do not have the time or energy to fight him. Or run from him. Yeah. And John's like mad. He's like, Sam's my best friend. And he attempts to fight Nine. Nine picks him up, throws him into a tree and puts him in his place and goes, we are at war. And he pees on him. <laughs> well, no. <not laughs> He's like, this cannot be about Sam, because anything you do for that makes us, Loric, less safe. Yeah. He's like, we are going to wait, we are going to heal, and then we are going to meet up with everybody and we can deal with it. Yeah. It is that kind of... It's fucked up, but it's also like, that's what war is. Yeah. Of casualties are gonna happen and john's like i would risk my life for sam and nine is like i would risk my life for our planet yeah the planet we are fighting for stop being naive and think about more than just yourself already yeah it's the where people feel like like people like that are psychotic because they are looking at the bigger picture yeah he's just looking at the bigger picture it's like hey like we're the last what five of our species and and neither of them knows about ella and they're trying to kill this planet, too. Mm-hmm. They're trying to kill us, the humans, and this planet. So, get your the head rest in the game. of our planet, 7 billion people on this planet. Yeah, eight, we're up to 8, eight I think. 8 billion people on this planet, or Sam. Literally. And John's like, he continues, because they're still fighting. He's like, fuck that, we have to go to the cave today. And Nine's like again throws him and he's like fighting him he's like you're not healed yeah no go die i guess <sighs> and then bk shows up to interrupt their fight and he's like i want to go on a special alone walk with john <laughs> and john's again jealous that nine can talk to bk and other animals but bk takes him on a hike through the woods where he realizes oh my god i'm not healed but BK shows him that they're only about two miles away from the Mogadorian cave. And they he, BK's like, we could go fight right now. Fuck you, BK. Yeah, BK, not cool. And then John's like... You're not like, the Burger King. 
You can't do that. John's like, does nine know? And he's like, yeah. So John's like, I'm going back to fuck nine up and also, tell him to come with two us. Two miles away. Literally. Run further. That whole bit was the first four chapters. That's how whiny John, like, and I'm so glad Nine puts him in his fucking place. Yeah. It's like, dude, there's a bigger picture here. It sucks. You don't yeah. want to hear it. And, and when you hear it, you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. But it's true. Hey, I'm going to say now, if you uh, have to kill me for all the people mm. on the planet, I'd rather you kill me. Like, Aww. that's... You're going to make me crack his hormones. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like... Yeah, I get That's it. That's not logically. fair. Yeah. It's just not fair to put no. one life over all life. Trolley problem fixed. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, in that, in those numbers, it's kind of like, um... Yeah, in that capacity, one versus eight billion, like... Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't like all eight billion people, and I love you. Yeah. But, like, at some point... And also, Nine's, like, bringing up, he's like, we don't even know if he's alive. Yeah. Like, You're sure. going in for a dead body. Yeah. Like, sure, Ra's showing you in your dream. And Nine doesn't believe in these dreams. Nine's like, cool nightmares, dude. What do you want me to do about yeah. that? Like, John doesn't... John shouldn't believe in these dreams either. Has any of these been supernaturally correct? To the no. point he's getting information that he shouldn't have and can't guess. The only thing... You know, besides, like, the past vision of Lorian getting destroyed. Well, that's his, vi- his that's memory. That's his memory. Yeah. Or, like, the the collective consciousness of Lorian channeling into them. Mm-hmm. Has been a memory, a memory or vision, whatever the hell, with Ra, where Ra was getting onto the ship to come to Earth. Mm-hmm. And that did happen to be what was happening at that point in time, because yeah. Ra shortly showed up. Yeah. That's the only thing that's been accurate. Yeah. And all the visions. He's so it could have been something he guessed, too. Yeah. Like, so oh, these yeah. could just be dreams. Mm-hmm. I, you... I have very realistic dreams. Oh, I do, too. A lot of the time. It's kind of my, like, brain being weird. Yeah. But also it's like... But also it's like, when I wake up sometimes, I turn to you and it's like, Hey, did we go to the park yesterday? Yeah. I had a dream <laughs> that one of our cats passed away and I had to make Justin bring him to me once. Yeah. Like... Dreams can be realistic. Yeah. All right. So we're hopping into Marina's perspective. Manuna's. Um, and I just wrote, I couldn't tell whose POV this was until the sixth sentence. Cool. English. Um, that's, a, that's how you know it's a good POV transition. Yeah. When you don't know what happened. Yeah. Usually for POV transitions in the books that I read... Smut. Um, they just put the person's name at the top. I'm like, that's helpful. They do the three dots and then the name. Yeah, it's usually just every new chapter. It's not a new person, but they still put the name above it for whose it is. Let him go. He don't want to be there. Okay. They're driving in a pothole-ridden road because India. She's reflecting. I can't think of one place in America that has potholes. Not Akron, Ohio. Or Covington, Ohio, or all of Ohio. Covington, Ohio? I'm sleepy. Asleep. Come on up, Stink. Don't scare me. Come on. I screamed in the last episode because you scared the crap out of me. All right, he's going to do it again. 
And she's reflecting on how pretty much everybody she knows is dead. Or new. And how she misses the familiarity of the convent. Which is pretty fucked. Because she was being bullied pretty heavily. Um, the commander is like, hey, this is going to be a few hours trip. Don't engage with anyone. Creighton uses this time to show them what he knows about Marina's items in her chest. And um, he's, like, so sweet. He's kind of like, six, Marina, like, hey, I'm everybody's Sapon now. Like, I'll do the best I can to I'm help your you dad guys. Now. I'm your papa. In her chest, she finds a pair of dark sunglasses. Creighton's like, no fucking clue what those are. So Really helpful on that one. And as Ella's using the glasses, she's kind of, like, staring outside. And she's like, rocket, rocket! And everyone's like, there's no fucking rocket. Like, yeah. are you blind? And um, they believe her, so they jump out of the van after they hear something. Marina's chest spills everywhere. And this rocket hits right where they just were. And then a few more rockets pop up and another fight is breaking out. Cool. And Marina grabs the red crystal from her chest. Oh, is that the Call the Moogs crystal? It's not not the Call the Moogs crystal. And screams for six just as Ella starts screaming in pain. Back to John. He's frantically looking for his chest. And Nine's like, oh, hey, I hid it under the kitchen sink. And John's like, cool. Goes for the kitchen sink. And Nine's like, oh, mm, I trapped it just as a bunch of sticks. Pointy sticks <laughs> come towards him. And John's like, what the fuck? And Nine's like, dude, get over it. I fucking forgot. Now grab yeah. your chest so we can inventory. Yeah. Like, duh. Yeah. Duh, it's bugged, John. That's honestly your fault. Yeah. Have you not been setting traps? Literally. Nine pulls out a yellow ball and throws it and it bounces around and is spiky. And John's like, you almost killed me. And Nine's like, nah, I can mostly control it with my mind. And Nine's like, mo- or six, four, there's too many numbers. John. John's like, mostly. Nine's like, yeah, mostly. And? Your point. And uh, they kind of get their shit together. Nine also shows John another thing from his chest. It's basically, I just reread my wording. A green anal bead-like chain that turns into a portal. And based on Nine's, like, mind communication with it, sucks stuff up and then black holes it somewhere else. Okay. So it's a vacuum hole? Yeah. Yeah. It's a suck hole, you could say. Yeah. It's an anal bead suck hole. (laughs) That's exactly what I said. John opens his own chest and pulls out the solar system, which molds into um, <laughs> which molds into an Earth with a few different blinking lights on it, and they see four dots. And Nine remembers that Sandor had said something that half of them will have something to communicate with, the red crystal, and the other half will have the solar system to find them. Which, can I just say, not a good way to do no, that. not good. So the Earth shows two lights in West Virginia... Another moving very quickly over South America. Another in India. And they learn more because as Nine closes his chest, his light disappears. So he picks up the red crystal and they can hear his voice through the globe. So Nine then says through the crystal, he's like, hey, John and I are together. We need to meet back up. And as he's doing this, John puts like a red bracelet on and he's like, it doesn't do anything. But his hand starts getting numb and tingly, which should be your immediate. Yeah, take that off. That's enough. 
And just as they drop the crystal, there's the sound of the explosion and a voice yelling for six and another scream. So they hear Marina and all of them getting fucked up. Yeah. Okay. Is it every time they open their chest, the Mo can see it? Every or time is it they every open time their chest. They touch the crystal. When they touch, open the chest, their dot shows up on the earth. Okay. When they touch the crystal, their voice shows up on the earth. Okay. But if their chest is open or closed, but they have the crystal, then they don't show up on the earth. Okay. But they can still talk through the earth. So you really gotta open, dump, close. <laughs> yeah. You really gotta be fast about it. Yeah. Nine is something like, oh, hey, is that six? And then he says, oh, six is the chick that abandoned you and your boy to jet off to Spain? Nah. Not really. Nah. Not really, Nine. That's actually not he, what yeah, happened. Yeah, he kind of Whatever John told her. you. Yeah, whatever John told you, lies. And as they talk, his John's red bracelet, numbing, tingling one, is freaking out. And he's, like, going more numb. And BK's like, someone's there. Boom, explosion. And the bracelet is hurting him so much he can't do anything. And he falls, like, backwards incapacitated. Rad. Rad, rad bracelet. Cool bracelet to put on. As Nine is shot with a Mogadorian cannon. Mogadorian cannon. And he's fine? Probably. He's just so strong. And he fucks. Stop saying that. Six, I wrote, I think, can't tell till the second paragraph. Ella has been shot. Six needs to get her to Marina to heal. And she does. Marina does a quick healing. And they learn that this is not the Mogadorians. This is the anti-rebel group against this fake Vishnu. Cool. And Creighton's like, don't use your power. But they instantly disobey and take down some helicopters. It's like, it's like they don't have ears or something. Literally, the only adult is like, hey, don't do that. Hey, don't do that. I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to do it. Commander Sharma joins them and he's like, hey, we got to get to high ground. Um, the soldiers are dying left and right, but they find an SUV that still works. Not in the middle, though. Mm-mm. Just left and right. And the group of Lorik and the commander and one additional soldier get in. They drive for a bit. And learn that these folks want to kill Vishnu because they're blasphemous. And yep. It, correct. Yeah, they're right about that one. <laughs> and apparently they are killing, like, in the real Vishnu's name. Not not ideal. Yeah. I don't know if that's what Vishnu would want. It's what God would want. It probably definitely isn't. Yeah. Marina, or maybe it is. I don't know anything about Vishnu. I don't know anything. Marina and Six jointly take out a helicopter and in the book, they're like, we try not to kill, but sometimes it's kill or be killed. So they killed this person in the helicopter, the two of them. Marina's first life taken. And their best plan... Ooh, kill him. Their best plan is to outrun them, but just before they continue, it looks like the road is peppered with landmines. Rad. So they get out. That's the only uh, route, but they... So they get caught up in a new fight, and... Um, Vishnu's like a half day's walk away so they like really gotta go and eventually Six just goes badass mode fucking a bunch of folks up and she's like she wins that battle pretty much John 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 I hate John and then Eight was like fuck you guys I'm leaving here now (laughs) you made a too big of a fucking presence I'm leaving here now we're fucked and she opened her chest, which means the Moogs probably yeah. know where she is. Yeah. John. They are not being surrounded by Mogadorians, but by humans with Mogadorian weapons. John's bracelet is fucking him up, and he can't even fight back. 
And Nine is like Loki kind of paralyzed from the Moog cannon, but he's sarcastic and ready to fuck him up. He's really, I really like Nine's banter. Yeah. And BK's like hiding as like a moth or something. He's like, we should wait to see what they want. Yeah. So now BK has brains. I imagine Nine to be the uh, character in the anime that is insane and is like com- cut up, bleeding, yeah. and just like, come on, motherfuckers! Yeah, that's exactly, that's exactly Nine. Yeah. Um, yeah, where he like is, if you listen to it, you're like, okay, dude, like tone it down. But then you hear his backstory, you're like, okay. That makes sense, yes. <laughs> okay, I kind of get that. <laughs> um, a woman, I wrote, ah! A woman. What? She walks in. She's like, "Hey, I'm Agent Walker." Um, he's like, "She's like, we know who you are." To John, and she walks in. Oh, is that why she's called that? <laughs> Maybe. And she's like, "We want to know who your friend is," referring to Nine. And Nine's like, "I'm just here to sell vacuum cleaners." I love vacuum cleaners. He's like, "Do you want a Dyson?" I. Okay. And Everybody then- goes with a Dyson. <laughs> I'm going to talk to you about the shark vacuums. Nine. I like nine. And they start, like, attempting to open the chest. They're like, what's in here? And he's like, vacuum. <laughs> what I are you don't know not what getting about this? You want? And they're, like, really sarcastic and get cuffed. And obviously, like, the cuffs don't work. So nine, like, kind of instantly takes his off. <laughs> but um, he, somehow there's, like, a scuffle. Nine's no longer paralyzed. And he ends up falling. Yeah. And showing everybody, he's like, oh, I'm not wearing handcuffs anymore. But he starts doing push-ups. Hell yeah. Flex on them hoes. <laughs> and the officers are, like, kicking his hands out from under him. And he's like, one arm push-up. Hell no yeah. No arm push-up. <laughs> and then he's like, no leg push-up. And then at one point, four different officers jump on his back. And he's pushing them. <laughs> still pushing them push-ups. Up. And John's, like, finding himself, like, joining in on the laughing. And, um, first of all, like, fuck you, John. Yeah. Just now finding Nine a reasonable person. Yeah. And then they kick his fucking teeth in. Yeah. <laughs> Agent Walker's like, do you know what happens to kids like you in prison? And John goes, we break out like I did last time. <laughs> I'm like, what was she insinuating? Um. Yeah. Don't say it, but. Yeah. Yeah. And John's, like, getting increasingly more pissy at them for everything oh, they've done also, to him. Also, you don't send kids to prison. No. They go to we juvenile. We got a whole different thing for that. They just go to juvenile. Um, it's also... Did you know there was a Supreme Court decision that you can't put minors in prison for life without parole? Yeah. Yeah. That's, That's just... Yeah. It, it's a very recent decision. They had to go back and do a lot of backlogging on if current people who were minors put in prison for life should be released should have gotten a parole opportunity just it was kind of a clusterfuck <laughs> just part them with a parole for some of them yeah some of them are pretty fucked um where was that so john's getting pissy he's like you took sarah blah 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 and bk's like chill we need to figure shit out yeah and then one of the lead guys is like, hey, we gotta wrap things up before our friends get here. And John's like, do you mean the Mogadorians? Like, why do we have to leave before they can't get here? And he's like, you guys can't hold me. And she's like, we know who you are. And, like, we have a general idea of who that other guy is. And also, is. nobody knows who we are. Yeah. So we can't hold you. We can't fucking hold <laughs> you. And who said, And Nine is like, you have no idea what I'm capable of. I could kill you all in a matter of seconds, and you're lucky I'm being a good boy. (laughs) (laughs) And then we go back to Marina. (sighs) 
they all walk until they're just fucking walking 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 until they keep walking and marina has a stick in her chest that controls the trees i don't know of course and marina takes some time to self-reflect feeling resentment towards oh this pisses me off feeling resentment towards adelina for how she never trained her rightfully so yep 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 yep. but deciding to solely focus on her final act of honor in sacrificing herself you know what would have been a great final act of honor taking her out of the fucking convent and training her Ugh. Yeah. It's like, it's crazy to me how, like, these abusive, horrible characters are like, I died, so it's fine now. Literally. No. No, it's not. Adelina, you literally watched her get bullied for 11 fucking years. And here's the thing. You can do the exact opposite. Yeah. You can respect her last honor yeah. or whatever and still and acknowledge still dislike her because she was a piece of shit to you there are plenty plenty of people who i don't like particularly in the government who i can acknowledge have made a good choice once in a while yes i don't mean to like them doesn't mean i'm only gonna focus on the one thing they've done good yeah it actually really pisses me off because like the guilt she could feel for not respecting like acknowledging adelina's horrible treatment of her because she exclusively refute like exclusively wants to see this good thing she did it doesn't they don't counteract each other yeah (sighs) anyways that just really pisses me off the commander's like super cryptic and he's like we just need to make it to vishnu's place before sundown bad things happen in the dark and they're like can you be a little bit more specific and he's like no no i can't actually rad and they continue walking till there's a fork up ahead. And Yella... Uh, Yella. Who left a fork there? <laughs> Ella uses her special magic glasses <laughs> to figure out which direction they need to go. And she's like, that way. And the commander's like, mm-mm. It's the other way. And she's like, my special magic glasses told me it's that way. My special magic glasses that I got four minutes ago tell me <laughs> to go that way. And uh, they go that way. And they get to a river lake thing. And there's, like, a statue of Vishnu. Wait, in magic... Blue. What? Magic glasses way, or... Magic glasses way. Okay. And they get to the lake where there's a statue of Vishnu in the middle of the lake. But then the statue disappears magically. And the commander just, like, settles down. He's like, he's gonna test you now. And they're like, he's, what? He's really dramatic about this shit. <laughs> he quite honestly is. And the... Each of the Lork girls, Ella, Marina, and... What's her face? Six get tested by each a different form of Vishnu. And they each fight him with their legacies and pass, even Ella, whose fight ends up in the magic glasses breaking. Um, As eight, you'd think you would want to keep those artifacts, though. As eight, you'd think you'd be fucking smarter. Yeah. And then the magic thing disappears, the magic Vishnu guy. And Commander Sharma's like, you guys passed. And they hear a boy's voice because they're getting pissed. They're like, fucking, where is he, Commander Sharma? Hello! And a boy's voice is like, chill, I've been waiting a really long time to meet you guys. What do we chill? What do we chill? I've been wanting to meet you so long. Back to John. John and Nine are each put in their little plexiglass little cages and shackled. Cute. And Nine is becoming impatient. He's like, he's like screaming over everybody. He's like, John, I'm ready to go. Like, let's get going. How are you doing? And John kind of sees the appeal of playing with them this way. Like, fuck you, John, honestly, is my Mm -hmm. opinion. 
And John tries to continue getting information out of the agents, especially Agent Walker and another agent named Agent Purdy. You know how easy that is with agents training counterintelligence. (laughs) Yes. But they won't say anything, obviously. So eventually they decide to, like, kind of play around with the agents with their telekinesis and stuff. Until Agent Walker is like, we have Sam good. And John's like, freezes. He's like, what? And Agent Walker's like, yeah, also we have Sarah. He's like, no, Sarah betrayed me. Yeah, she's like, we told her to. No, no, no. <laughs> she's like, yeah, Sarah fucking sucks. She won't give us any fucking information. <laughs> and um, she's like, he's, she's so in love with you, which makes John conflicted. Because how can he reconcile that Sarah that he's being told about with the Sarah that turned him in? People can't be multidimensional. No, and there also People can't are be straight lines. Something else happening here. Um, and she also, Agent Walker, could be lying. Would never, no, would never <laughs> lie to John. Never lie to John. BK's like, cool, it's almost time to go. We'll take the female agent with us. Hey, BK, you knew hey, her name. Hey, kind of incel behavior, BK. BK, you knew her name. She's introduced herself multiple times. Yeah. You could just be like, we're going to take Walker with us. Literally. Nine breaks all of his shit super easily because he's got super strength and it takes John a little bit longer. And so, like, Nine's like, hey, I'll help you out. And this is a fucking dastardly move. Nine, like, grabs John flips the truck with his telekinesis so everybody's tumbling around except for them they're they're like floating in the middle of it no they're walking through it because nine has anti-grav so he's just following the path of the vehicle oh so these humans are getting thrown around like fucking rag dolls in this truck that was probably going 60 to 70 miles per hour or more dead 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 and Nine's like, hey, I'm pissed. There's police cars around. I'm going to head outside. I'm going to fuck them up. Get your chest. Get our chests. Grab Agent Walker, who's been properly passed out and messed up. Meet me outside when you're done. Sound good? John's like, that sounds great. That sounds great. I'm going to go run to Sarah real quick. Before I do that, just got to check on Sarah. Just got to check on Sarah. John, Jacob, John talks to Agent Walker, and she's like, hey... Sam and Sarah are in the West before she passes. Oh. And John's bracelet turns into a shield. His tingly, nasty bracelet. When he's getting directly fired on by, like, real human bullets. So it's a shield. That's what cool. his bad bracelet is. Um, He's like, shit, I gotta find the healing stone to heal Agent Walker. But he's like, hey, she's passed out. She's not going anywhere. I should check on Nine first and stop being so selfish about my humans. Great first step, John. Walker. Bullet to the head. Walker. Nine's like, why did you come out here? And John's like, oh, I was just... Check it on you. And Nine's like, why did you think I need help? (laughs) I love Nine. Bitch, do you know how much of a fucking alpha male I am? No, Nine's a Sigma, dude. You don't need nobody. That's why John hates him so much, because Nine's a Sigma, John's an Alpha. Yeah. Sam's a Beta. And that's why Nine's better than all of them. Because mm-hmm. he's a lone wolf. Arr! <laughs> um, when John returns to Agent Walker, she's not there. I don't know where she would have gone. They're in the middle of fucking nowhere. There's no other vehicles. 
She didn't. She must have just disappeared. She actually uh, is from a planet of mole people. And oh, she, just she went down. into the ground. Okay. Whoa, <laughs> I said not to scare me again. Um, and he's pissed because now he doesn't know where Sam and Sarah are, and Agent Walker and Agent Purdy are gone. Six. Didn't know till the third paragraph of reading this one. Cool. Number eight's pretty fucking chill, but the rest of them are really pissed. They're super hungry and they're tired. Yeah. And eights is like consents this. He he shows up as his Vishnu form, so he transfers back into his human form, and he's just a skinny toned, kind of sexy guy with full lips and thick black eyebrows. Do you think he did that? With his shape shifting. Well, Six is like, damn, he's kind of hot. He's like, I'm just gonna look like this, actually. And because if you have shape shifting, why would you not be the hottest motherfucker? Well, hotness is relative to everybody. To yourself. Yeah, true. Um, he then introduces himself as number eight officially. They all do introductions, and including Ella and Creighton's like, hey, we'll give you the lowdown. We came. We came on a different ship. And Maria's like a little giggly and smiley. She's like, <laughs> And eight shows he has teleportation, shape-shifting, walking on water, in like a silly, goofy kind of way. He's just like a silly, goofy kind of guy. Yeah. And six is really enjoying his playful attitude. And she just wants to fucking smack him right in the face because they ask about his sapon. Mood instantly sours and he's like, Dead. We'll go back to my place and I'll tell you about what's his sapon's name. Reynolds and Lola. Two of them? No. Um, Commander Sharma gets left in the complete fucking dust. It's like, hey, I'm not Vishnu. Thanks so much for this. Thanks for bringing them here to me. You are going to do great things. Wait, did he only think he was Vishnu? Mm-hmm. He really, truly thought he was the god Vishnu reincarnate. Whoops. So he's like, hey, not Vishnu, just a dude. Thanks so he's so going to go to the... Uh, other little military group and be like hey let's kill this motherfucker actually maybe Um, my friends have died for him and he was just playing a little prank i'd be so pissed um uh eight kind of walks him around and tells them a story of his sapon who's reynolds and lola about eight years ago reynolds and lola say say the full name reynolds and lola reynolds and and an additional person named Lola. And you'll get the story in a second when I tell you about it. Reynolds fell in love with a woman named Lola. So they fuck. And she always acted really strange around eight. And eventually she took them into a mountain for a bonding experience. Is it because he's a fucking alien? <laughs> well, Reynolds did tell her everything. And she brought a bunch of Moogs to them. And the Moogs instantly killed her. And this is eight years ago. So <laughs> Thanks, bitch. <laughs> um eight must have been eight, eight eight but wait do you hear me though like yeah, yeah. How, why he already had his teleportation shape-shifting and telekinesis at eight yeah that that doesn't make any sense anyways so he's killing off all these mogs and eventually they killed reynolds as well and they took his chest reynolds is a lame name reynolds is a lame that's name. a last name it's no sandor or Henri. That's a last name, dude. Get a first name, actually. Why does our wave cat look so mad at us? Why do we keep talking about our cats? Because they won't leave us alone. I hate them. I hate them. Okay. So, 
Um, they took he's been he spent eight years alone in the mountains. Radical as an eight year old. As an eight year old, so that really totally is good for your. So yeah, eight to sixteen is not really yeah important. Well, he did meet a spiritual man named Devdan, Devdan, who taught him all kinds of things such as martial arts and Hinduism and spirituality. He's like, I didn't want to pretend to be the god Vishnu, but he was so alone. And you gotta make a cult. Well, he was. I am gonna put that he does not have the correct social. Yes, yeah. Um, raising social development. Yeah. So. Um, apparently, the Mogs come back every so often searching for him, but they can't find him, and they've recently accelerated how often they've been coming around. Hey, maybe look for the guy with fucking superpowers. Well, he turns into a, a bee or something when they come oh. around. And Eight is kind of like, hey, thank you so much for coming around and searching for me. I've been alone for so long. Like, it's it's so nice to talk about my real life. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to give him a pass on pretending to be the god Vishnu, but based on that history, I can understand why his incorrectly developed brain thought that was the choice yeah they go to a little hut which is clearly homemade but overall it's like super cute and six is like dope house dude i haven't had a house to myself in forever and the game plan but eight is like hey cool game plan raw's actually here and we have to go get him he's been visiting in my dreams who's raw citricus raw the leader of the mogadorians ah. raw raw rasputin <laughs> okay back to john they're on another train going west. John tries to sleep. He gets awakened by a vision where Sam's being held over a pit with Agent Walker Purdy, blah, blah, blah. And Sam's like, bring them, bring them all. And um, there was a tall, thin, tan boy who was in another one of his visions. This is eight that we know. A little tan boy. And where was I? Then Sam turns into Ra and John refuses to surrender. And Ra's like, hey, time's running out. And John wakes up and tells Nine about this dream. And Nine's like, that's a dumb, stupid dream. What do you want me to do about that? <laughs> Stop fucking telling me about <laughs> your dreams. I don't give a dreams. shit about your fucking dreams. <laughs> and um, they realize the Moogs and the government are working together. Duh. Oh, my God. <laughs> Duh. And um, Nine pulls out a little rock from his chest that makes it feel like he's eating. And John has one that makes it feel like he's drinking. But John's like, I don't want the eating one. Like, it's too gross. Because Nine had it in his mouth. Nine's like, again, can't be weak. Take the fucking rock. (laughs) Put the rock in your mouth or I'm putting the rock in your mouth. (laughs) And you'll have a few less teeth. John's like, cool, well, let's go west to get Sarah and Sam. And Nine's like, I am not sure... How much more clear I can be. <laughs> We're not getting those motherfuckers. <laughs> we are not fucking around with your stupid human friends. We're going to meet up with the others and we're going to train and get ready for Raw. And John's like, I don't like it. Like, uh, I just, it don't, it don't, it's not good. And it's cool. I, I don't care. <laughs> I wrote, I wrote he doesn't like it because it's not his plan. He didn't That's come up with it. That's not what I want to do. You know what John's secondary plan is? Hey, let's stop by Ohio. I'll check on Sarah, make sure she's safe, and then we can go. And Nine's like, are you literally fucking Is that how you got to the mountain in the fucking first place? (laughs) Nine's like, we are here to survive for our real brothers and sisters back home. Yeah. On the dead fucking planet. Like, not for you to do dumb shit like this. Yeah. And John's like, fine, fine, I'll go. What's your plan? 
And Nine's like, I'm making a decision. We're heading towards one of my safe houses that Sandor, my Sapon, had set up. We'll chill there and decide what to do next until we find a way to communicate. How long was he in captivity? A full year. Okay. Um, and he's like, we'll find some way to communicate and we're going to fucking figure it out. Okay. I, literally, the audacity of John to be like, maybe we just pop by Ohio. Maybe I just see my girlfriend, even though she told me it last time. Pisses me off. Marina. She can't sleep, reflects on how sweet it looks and how she wants to protect him. When everyone wakes up, they reflect on H dream with nine and four. And eight is convinced that they, the group in India right now, could fight Ra. But Creighton's like, hey, we all need to be together to fight Ra. Hey, no. <laughs> hey, I'm the adult and I say no. <laughs> hey, no. No, actually. They decide we need to pack up and go to America. They're like, cool, let's do a quick swim swim session first. It's a plot swim session. A plot swim? Six and eight are flirt fighting. And Marina's like, it's a little jealous. So she sinks to the bottom because she can breathe underwater. Mm-hmm. And under the waterfall, she sees a silver object. OMG, it's an old Mogadorian ship. OMG, is that eight's chest? It is. She pops out, shows eight. Eight's like, OMG, smooch, kiss her. Mm-hmm. Right on the lips. You know, as an undeveloped, <laughs> social, un- socially yeah. undeveloped person would do. This is her first kiss. And six is like, ooh la la. And Marina's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Eight opens his chest, shows them one single thing called the duplicator that they never fucking use after this. Basically, it opens like a duplicator door so like a second eight can be somewhere. Well, the real eight somewhere else. Okay. Again, never use that. Um, Creighton's like, cool, we gotta get going. It's like they introduced all this magic shit and they went, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> How do I use that? They're, sp- they're supposed to have like 18 to 20 objects in each of their chests. Yeah. All the Sapons died before showing them any of it. In all? Call the Mogadorians. <laughs> Literally. Um, Creighton's like, hey, Eight, how often do you see Ra in your dreams? While Eight leads them towards a place that he says will allow them to not need an airport. What? And Eight is like, me and Ra, we've been gal-palling for a while. But lately, like, he's he's being a little bit more quirky. He's, like, doing a little bit more devilish things. <laughs> he's kind of being a little scamp. <laughs> and Eight's like, I'm really surprised that Four sees him too. Because when I saw him in my dreams, I assumed that meant that I was Pitticus. Because Pitticus had always been able to communicate with Ra. And then Eight leads them to a mountain with stairs carved into it. And Eight's like, hey, this is the door to the far corners of the earth. Rad. Next yep. chapter. John. Are we almost done? Oh, we're, soon, we're getting close. <laughs> These last little bits have kind of a lot of info. Um... They ride the L, they're in Chicago, and they're just pretending to be like normal people, and John gets fucking furious when Nine starts flirting with two women and sets up dates for them. And they actually get in like a super big fight when they get off the L, because John's like super, he's like, he's scared to be in Chicago, he's never been in a big city like that. Pansy? What? He's like, he's like, this is stupid to be in Chicago, Henri would never allow that. And Nine comes back with the... He did. Well, he comes back with, that's why Sandor was the best. And John goes, oh yeah? Then why did I find you in a mountain for a year? Got him. Fucked Got up. him. And John, of course, instantly regrets that. 
And Nine's like, we were not in the mountain because of Sandor. We were in there because of me. Because I I fell for a girl and couldn't get my uh, eyes away from her ass or something like that. And he's like, not because of Sandor. And what about Yersapon? Oh, guess what? They're both dead. Dead, dead, dead. <laughs> and um, Nine shows John to the safe house, which is in the John Hancock Center. I don't know anything about this. And John's like, fuck no, we can't stay there. Big building in Chicago. Yeah. And um, Nine's like, yes, we absolutely can. Like, we didn't get caught because we were staying here. We got caught because of me and some girl. So fuck off. So, confirmation. Of what? He fucks. Oh, my God. Um, Nine shows John to the safe house. Nope. Nine lies smoothly to get into the front desk. He's like, hey, we got a private elevator. Let's get upstairs. They got the motherfucking penthouse. Not one. Yes, she did. Not one, but two floors. And John can have his pick of rooms. And John is impressed and stops being an asshole for like two seconds. Until Nine scares him by showing him like a Moog creature that they had lying around for training purposes. And John goes into fight mode and he's like, chill. Like, it's literally just the training room. We literally just keep this in captive. And suddenly John is kind of feeling a little bit resentful of Henri's um, moving them so much. Because Nine was able to stay in this penthouse suite for five years. Without getting caught. Yeah. And Nine shows them a bunch of guns they bought online. And he's like, thank God for the internet. (laughs) Thank God for America. That's all America's doing, baby. (laughs) What the fuck is a kilometer <laughs> and they start shooting um he and john's like won't they hear us he's like we're on the top floor bunch of wind and we've soundproofed it no one's gonna hear us they go into a surveillance room and nine kind of shows john like a picture of sandor just kind of like a hey that was him he did <laughs> kind of sweet little moment and then p- john picks a room six creighton is like what's going on and eight's like, hey, here's the gist. Best I can do, teleport 200, 250 feet. Maximum. Not that far. But from this cave, I can travel to about eight different places in the world. Still not a lot, but eight different places is good. Yep, that's not 250 feet. No, and it's an old Loric cave, which sets six in Creighton's danger sense of, senses off. They're both like, what the fuck, eight? This must be known by the Mogs, Mogs, and you just took all of us here. Yeah. Do we not see the issue there? He's like, but we can leave here. No, eight, eight's literally like, oh, I guess I didn't think of it. And they're both like, um, well, quickly tell us what's going on so we can fucking leave and not get yeah. caught. And eight's like, uses his charm to open another um door. And inside they all feel crazy energy and there's all kinds of pictures on the wall. And it's a secret room. And it's like, this is my room where I learned all of the Loric history here on Earth. Yeah. Um, and he's like, I had previously had dreams about these places. And when we moved to India, I had recognized the mountains from my dreams. Yeah. And there's this big ass blue stone. Creighton's like, Creighton, that's his name. Is like, oh, that's Lorelite. Like, we're supposed to know what that means. We yeah. don't. That's the unitanium, baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I can't control to which location we will go. Cool. 
but we could go it's to it's not here <laughs> yeah it's not here it's easter island stonehenge the gulf of aden which is in somalia new mexico and they're like omg new mexico perfect we can go to new mexico be meeting up with four by the day after if he had the location and then Creighton's like, these are cool pictures on the wall. They're like cave drawings, but more intricate. And basically it shows, predicts the death of numbers one, two, and three. It shows four's school being on fire. And then there is a panel of one of the currently alive Loric being stabbed to death. But its face has been chipped off. Cool. And Creighton and I'm Sam, imagining this is all stick figures with numbers um, next to them. Not really. But who is it? Six and Creighton are like, what the fuck, eight? Who is that? You do not have the right to hide that from us. Um, so they're getting really mean about it. It's like, I painted. What the fuck? Well, he didn't paint them. They were already there. Oh. Future prediction. <gasps> and they're like pissing. Uh, they're throwing a fit at him. And Ella they puts. They just start pissing. <laughs> Ella puts the pieces of the face together because it's just like chipstone below them. And she's like. It's eight who dies. And eight's like, you can't predict the future. And Creighton's like, even though I was just yelling about how you shouldn't have told, how you shouldn't have done that, he gives him a sweet little hug and tells him a little thing, like, oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. And then there's a big explosion, and eight's like, oh, the mugs are here. So we should leave, right? Back to John. This is our last chapter. Oh my god. <laughs> John has a vision of Henri. And Henri's, like, training him, like, throwing knives, training him hard. And John's like, hey. He's training him hard? We could have settled. And Henri's like, I did my best. And he's like, you haven't even gotten the fucking tablet yet. And John's like, I, it doesn't I'm turn on. Not an iPad kid. I'm sorry. <laughs> and then Henri turns into Raw and tries to stab John in the eye before Nine's like, hey, pizza's ready. And John's like, Nine, I had a scary dream. And Nine's like, forget it. Stop telling me about your dreams. (laughs) I don't care about your fucking dreams. And John's like, oh, the tablet. Oh, maybe the tablet needs a charger. I wrote in my notes, fucking idiot. Wow, I bet this electronic device needs a charger. And Nine finds like a non-human Loric triangular charger that works just fine on the tab- tablet and it immediately turns on <laughs> just Loric. and there are seven dots on the map which confirms to John that there's another Loric that made it on that second ship mm-hmm. they also see two small green dots and John's like or Nine's like oh my god do you think those are nuclear bombs are nuclear bombs and one's in the west of america and the other's in egypt and john's like oh my god there are ships and that means they have to go out west to mexico where sam and sarah are coincidentally at i would have been like no we're going to egypt Dude, fuck that <laughs> you just rolled your eyes so hard i felt like they fell out of your head oh my god we're going to egypt how are fuck you feeling you. Oh, I'm pissed off. Do you I like Nine? Yeah, he fucks. Stop saying that. I love Nine. He's a good boy. What was your favorite part? Um, 
Don't say when we ended it. Mine beating the shit out of John. John deserved it. He really yeah. did. Six gave him a lot of leeway. Henri gave him a lot of leeway. Yeah. It's kind of like he's a little fucking brat. I fucking hate John. It's almost like that. <laughs> All right. Well, what's it? Follow us. On. TikTok. And. I don't know where else. YouTube. At Reading Help Hostage. And all your podcast platforms. Spotify, Apple, Google. Whatever, yeah. Are there more? Yep. Leave us a review. Apparently it's supposed to help. Yep. I don't know how, but it's supposed to, and we appreciate it. Zero to five stars, though. Yeah. Zero or five, not two. You're right. Zero or. Or or four. You're right. Thanks for the correction. Um, You know bitches can never get anything right. Bitches be (laughs) not getting things right. My name's Blue, and I love to read. Um, My name's Justin, and I'm ready for this series to be over. We got four more books, baby. Fuck. (laughs) Fuck.